Good morning. Happy Friday, everyone. Happy Friday. Got a brand new shirt on. See it? Brand new from a store. Delivered the other day. Just excited. Rocking my brand new shirt. Hope everyone's having a fantastic Friday morning. What's the weather outside? <clears throat> I can't tell, and I don't leave. I left the apartment yesterday. Uh, for the first time in a couple days, and it was really nice. It was incredibly windy out. A lot of people hate the wind. I like I like windy. I like the elements. It's more fun to be outside, except the heat. Fuck the heat. This is what we've got coming up today. Uh, that's wrong, Jimmy. You dumb piece of shit. That's wrong as well. Hold on. The fuck. Oh, you dumb. This is what we've got coming out today. A lot. Fridays are a busy day for us. We got uh, we got talking baseball. Oh, interview with um, Lance Lynn. Lance Lynn's awesome. Uh, he called in, so we got an interview with Lance Lynn on talking baseball and talking Yanks. We did voicemail up because our interview that we were supposed to record yesterday got pushed until today, and that will be the Monday up. So we just did a voicemail episode. Uh, Talking Giants comes out today. I think they're still crushing and running through draft stuff. Talking Folk has what we're listening to, um, which is like, you know, Nick and his wife do new music and stuff like that. There's a lot of good new music out today that I saw that I was excited to. uh, Langhorn Slim, a new song. Big Thief, Lori McKenna, American Aquarium, Damian Harado, Arlo McKinney, Field Report. There's a lot of new songs out today that I want to listen to once I get the time. Ooh, Anthony D'Amato. Cool. And then Nathaniel Rateliff still doing shows. So anyway, go listen to Talking Folk, what we're listening to, if you like that kind of music. John Boy and Jake TV is Newlywed Game. We watched another episode of the Newlywed Game because it was so fun last week. People enjoyed it, so we did that. And then watching baseball... Oh, my phone's playing music. I was like, what the fuck's the second song coming from? But the watching baseball is, I don't know, 2013, 2014. No idea. No idea which one we just watched. I know that we recorded, yesterday we recorded 14 or 15. Yesterday we recorded 15, the Royals. So 2013 comes out today. Uh, Red Sox over Cardinals. And it's like a weird benign rally to basically win the World Series. So that's that. And then in Rome, New York, it's 51 degrees and cloudy. I'm guessing that's kind of the weather here. Rome, New York's more upstate, but I'm going to guess it's the same. I'm going to guess it's the same. All right, our random baseball player of the day is Cal Emery. So this dude, a lot of these times you go random baseball player, you check out baseball reference and you can find something interesting. Like sadly yesterday it was a plane crash. I mean, last one week we had Darby O'Brien who, who showed up to spring training sick and they had held a charity game just to raise money for him. Uh, so like a lot of times you can find pretty cool stories. I mean, just, I don't know they're human. So they have, they each have a story. Cal Emery 
Interesting. He only saw action in the 1963 season for the Phillies, and he only saw action in a super, super limited role. Like, look, this is his this is his game log. He only pinch hit. So if you can see that he never on the innings, he never started a game. He came in in the fourth inning, the third inning, the eighth inning, the second inning, the ninth inning, the seventh, six, seven, 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 eight, six, ten, five, eight, eight. He never got to start a game ever as a big leaguer. He has three hits, only two strikeouts and 19 at-bats, one double. And that's all. So, like, that's uh, that's his Major League Baseball career. However many games that was, didn't get to start. So, I was going through his minor league numbers, and I was like, who was blocking him? Who did the Phillies have that blocked Cal Emery from ever getting another chance at all? And the Phillies had, like, no one. They just kept trading for first baseman. So, if you're, um, let's see, if you were born in 1950, you probably remember this. The f- and, and we're a Phillies fan. So this speaks to all my all, all the people that uh, tune into the morning show uh, <laughs> that that are um, that are 70 years old <laughs> and Phillies fans. Huge demographic we have. Uh, they kept trading for first baseman. Frank Thomas, they traded for Frank Thomas in 1964. Then they traded for Dick Stott in uh, 1965. Finally, they traded for Bill White in 66. He was there for three seasons. And then they moved Dick Allen to first base in 1969. Then they moved Daron Johnson there in 1970. So I did a ton of research because I was like, why did Cal Emery never get a shot? His minor league numbers are pretty good. He was uh, he was the 1957 World College World Series most outstanding player. Um, but I guess they just didn't like him. Because it's not like, you know, they had a mainstay. They just, anytime they had an opening at first base, they just did a different move. Uh, when he was 32 years old, he bounced around minor league organizations, and then he finally came back to the Phillies when he was 32 years old in 1969. He had an incredible, he had an incredible season at AAA. He played in 101 games. Listen to these numbers. 32 years old, AAA. He played in 101 games. He had a 400 batting average, a 509 on base percentage. He got on. He got on base more than fifty percent of the time over his hundred game season in AAA, uh, slugging five eighty eight. So the OPS is one dot zero nine eight. So just an outstanding year. Clearly too good for AAA as a thirty two year old, but I guess not good enough for uh, MLB. So quadruple A player. He goes to Japan the next year and plays for the Hankyu Braves. No way I said Hankyu. I say it like thank you, but. Hank you. Hank you? I don't know. Uh, so I'm guessing that when he hits 400 and has a 509 on base percentage over the course of 100 games at AAA, he goes and tells his agent, like, someone's got to want me. Someone's, I need to get paid something for this shit. Uh, and Japan paid him. I'm hoping. I, there's not a lot out. You have to like kind of take the puzzle pieces and we're just, I'm just mapping them together in my own brain. Uh, <clears throat> there's not a lot out. But he went to Japan for one year. Then he came back. And uh, he eventually became a coach. And look at this! Look at this baseball picture, baseball card. It's it's um it's rather unfortunate as a guy who uh you know really cares about headspace. I don't even understand how someone frames this card. Look at all that space above his head. 
but awful way to take a picture. Just pisses me off. But he was a hitting coach for the Canadians. In 1988, he was the Chicago White Sox hitting coach. And that's like all I can find on him. So that's our random baseball player of the day. And yeah, it's really, really random. There's not much out there on Cal Emery. I forget. Oh, Emery. I did random name generator and the name was Emery. I searched it. Bam. Cal Emery. It's shitty that he never got a chance to start ever. Like never got a chance to even get a full days at bat in. That blows. So sucks for Cal. He died. That also sucks. But I think he lived a full life. So that accounts for something. But he did die. We all will. And I, that's all. It's all for Cal Emery. I'm going to take a sip of my coffee for my number one coach mug. I got, we have a ton of mugs on our store. And I'm going to buy some. I feel dumb. This mug. This mug is from when I lived in New Jersey, which I moved away from New Jersey when I was eight years old. So this is fucking old mug. And my family moved New Jersey to Australia, Australia to Illinois, Illinois to Connecticut, Connecticut to California, California to Connecticut, Connecticut to New Jersey. Our family moved six times. And then I lived in the house in New Jersey last summer, and then I took it here. So this mug has been fucking around the world. What a mug. And here I am talking about how I want to buy mugs that have my, my, my show's name on it, my brand on it, and just kick this one to the curb. It's like the most mug loyalty ever going and, and maybe not enough mug loyalty all at the same time. I didn't have really have a book that I was going to pick out, so last second, I just kind of walked over to the pile. We're building a bookshelf. We're trying to buy a bookshelf. Well, right now, I just have moving boxes full of all my books. Um, I picked up this one. Big City Bright Lights. I don't know if anyone's ever read this. What's really interesting about it is it's written in the second person. I think it's the first book I ever read that was completely written in the second person. Real weird way. You know, instead of saying, um, I, like, I'll just find a fucking random. Here, instead of saying, I nod and fill my mouth with beer, that would be first person. Or uh, he nods and fills his mouth with beer. He seems to expect a response. This one is written with you. You nod and fill your mouth with beer. You keep meaning to cultivate an experience, expertise in spectator sport. <laughs> what the fuck? You keep meaning. So it was like super weird. I think that's incredibly hard to write something in the second person and maintain like uh, a narrator's theme and voice and all that. But yeah, this whole thing. And then they made it into a movie with, uh, um, what's his name? Michael J. Fox. After I read the book, I watched the movie. The movie, the book is cool because the second person, it just fucking, boom, you like zoom through it. It's all about uh, like some young hotshot kid living in New York and doing coke and going to clubs and having a good job and that post-college life where you're like on top of the world and think you got it all figured out because you're making money now and you're a hotshot and shit like that. Um, I was wondering if there's uh, any pages I marked up or anything. There has to be. But here's one. Red pen I was using. Interesting. Says, uh, but you finally, 
can't read backwards. But you finally attributed this to an unrealistic, youthful idealism. Growing up, growing up meant admitting you couldn't have everything. So I guess that's what that character is going through. And maybe I was going through it myself at the time I read this, and that's why I underlined it, and I thought, hey, that's a cool one. So go read that book or watch that movie if you like books or if you're interested in just reading something that's set in the second person because it's weird. You picked up this book. You're reading it. It's like, are you talking to yourself or am I the main character? Talking about himself in the second person. Second person is weird. Anyway, I think that's all I got. What's my schedule for today? After this, uh, I got to do... Jake and I have to record a watching baggage for Monday. We have to interview player and I guess I'll make some breakdowns because I have time today. Cool. See ya. Lonely, lonely.